Hey guys, this is Jack Coolidge, your host of Men of Unquiet Desperation, where men are trading complacency for the pursuit of God-given purpose. This episode is titled, Why Men Like the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast. Seems like a strange title and a strange subject. Maybe not strange, but uh, different. If you if you actually listen to this, maybe you're wondering why. And I may have somewhat of an answer to that, and that's what we're going to get to. So, have you ever listened to the Joe Rogan experience? Do you know someone who has? Do you know a guy who's like, man, you ever listen to the Joe Rogan podcast or... And uh, you think, what? Joe Rogan? You mean like the stand-up guy? That guy? He's not real funny, you know? I mean, I used to make fun of any guy that would tell me he listened to Joe Rogan. I mean, I wouldn't make... You know what I mean. I'd poke fun at him. Like, seriously, man, Joe Rogan, really? And I guess quite honestly, because my fear... <laughs> my fear, my experience of Joe Rogan was his, uh, like what I knew of him was his hosting of Fear Factor. If you remember that show where people did crazy stuff to win $50,000, it was pretty entertaining. Um, but you know, he was just like this TV show host and maybe I saw a clip of his, his stand-up comedy, which... You know, I never, I was not a big fan of his comedy that I remember. I don't really remember it, but, and you see him on UFC fights, you know, he'll be a, a commentator on UFC fights. So to me, I was thinking Joe Rogan, I don't know what you're talking about. Why would that be a good podcast? And, you know, I kind of just thought that he was a, he was just this kind of dirty comedian and I don't know, kind of a dirt bag. Which is strong. That's just, those are strong words, okay? Those are just from my bad, just generalization, stereotype. Didn't really know much about Joe Rogan. Anyway, I'm going on and on about this. However, I don't remember which episode of his show that was the first one that I tried and gave a listen to. I'm sure it had something to do with UFOs, probably, or conspiracy theories, because I'm kind of... I dabble with that as more of an entertainment thing, not as a crazy guy that wears a tin hat. But he he interviews those kind of people. And the first time I listened to his podcast or watch it on YouTube, you can do either or. Depends on the scenario. But, um, you know, like if you're on an elliptical at the gym, you can either watch it on YouTube. It's just... Do you want to watch two people talk to each other or do you want to listen? It's whatever. It's free either way. So the first time I first time I listened to it, I could not I couldn't stop listening. It was very captivating, very intriguing, I guess. And now, to be honest, I I regularly, regularly will look and see what's on his show and see who he's interviewing, you know, and it's weird because it's not like it's a, I guess I never thought I would be saying that 
I'll be into the Joe Rogan show, the Joe Rogan experience. But what's in, I said all that to get to this. Why is it that there are lots of people who like the Joe Rogan experience? If you look at his YouTube subscribers, it's something in the tens of millions. I want to say like 60 million is what he said one time. And his podcast, think about that. We're talking tens of millions of people listen or subscribe to the Joe Rogan experience. And Joe Rogan, it's like, who's Joe Rogan? He's like, a, he was a, a, what do you call it? Like a, a light, a lightweight celebrity. He wasn't like a, you know, a huge name, like a household name, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. It's like you knew of him, but you weren't thinking, oh, if he ever started a podcast, I'd definitely listen to it. So there's something to this psychologically. And I was just wondering, I was, this is more of a thinking out loud podcast this whole episode about this topic. And there's a reason for this guys. There's a reason why there's a psychological reason why the Joe Rogan experience is so intriguing. So I wrote down a few things that definitely have got to pertain. First of all, it's super honest. It's no filter. It's a long form conversation. Some of these and I took that term from from Joe Rogan, <laughs> long form. Like, like, in other words, it's not just a very short, welcome to ABC News. This is Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. Billy, tell me about your... Very, very, very scripted. Like, how much of something is scripted in our world? Like, I, I literally make bullet points for these podcasts that I do just because this is, like... Just me, just me talking. It'd be easy for me to go into a rant about nothing and get off track. I feel like that's suitable. I write a bullet point list with just you know, these are the topics you want to cover. But our world that we live in, our entertainment, I should say, is super, super scripted. Everything is. I mean, even our quote-unquote reality shows, we all know it now, are, are scripted. And we still call them reality shows when we know that's not reality. It's like, that didn't really just happen. But hey, let's just act like it is real life. And everything is scripted. So much is scripted. And typically, interviews with people are scripted. And I think this is where we're going to get into why Joe Rogan is so interesting. It's because... You can watch him. He's not, he's literally, he may have like had some ideas in his head on what to ask, but that's about it. It's a very natural, organic conversation that he has with his guest. And I, I feel like that is definitely a major part of what makes it so appealing to listen to Joe Rogan and watch his show. So that's that's the first one I wrote down. It's just there's no filter. It's very authentic. And you know, speaking of which, it's the language. You know, I'm a, I don't really, I mean, I'm a Christian. Okay, so I I do make an attempt to not watch things that are super explicit. You know, because it's just kind of like garbage in, garbage out for me. And I don't want to really use foul language all the time. And if you do, that's you. I'm just saying for me. 
Joe Rogan's got a mouth on him. He can he can let out some blue some blue streaks that uh you know you haven't heard since you were in the military or something like that. But so that's just a side note. So the second thing is that he has really interesting guests, man. Like you would literally if you sort of start scrolling down through all of his guests, it's not just celebrities, it's like people who you know, like a doctor, uh, and this is on my watch later list, but he's one of the guys that knows something about the coronavirus vaccine, you know. He'll he'll interview Jack Dorsey, the guy that runs Twitter or owns Twitter. He'll interview Elon Musk. I mean, these are like big names, you know, but I'm not just, it's not just Hollywood celebrities. You know, he does that too, which I find interesting because you can't help but think, what is this person like, you know? And then he starts asking him real life questions. So... I just finished the one with Kanye West and at not long after he, this is 2020, he just announced his run for presidency and this interview, at first I thought this is going to be, you know, ridiculous, but I could not stop listening and believe it or not, Kanye West is a viable candidate to be the president in 2024. Go ahead, laugh if you may, or if you want, go listen to that podcast with uh, Kanye West and Joe Rogan and tell me that Kanye is not capable. Anyway. It's stuff like that. Like he he has these super interesting guests. Uh, the third thing is that he Joe Rogan is very good at asking questions that we want to know the answer to. He kind of follows this this train of thought, and you'll be thinking, "Man, I hope he asks him this." You know, like what? Like when someone's stating something, you're thinking, "Man, Joe, ask him." You know why he believes that about the whatever UFO crash and whatever. Like it's a very it's as if he knows what the audience wants him to ask. It's kind of, I feel like that's something he either developed over time. I don't know. He's been doing this. I saw on Wikipedia that the podcast has been around since 2009. So he's interviewed literally thousand, over a thousand at least people. So if you think about that, he's got a very good uh, capability of interviewing somebody. And that's something that I would like to get get to down the road, you know, I'm very new at this, but I would love to start interviewing people, friends, uh, just, just a good conversation with them. And Joe Rogan's really good at it. So another point that's a big one is that he has a leader persona, which is masculine. Okay. Now masculinity is, uh, masculinity is, in our culture, it's starting to be frowned upon for various reasons. If the sound just changes because I had to roll down my windows because I literally sit in my car and do these and you'll hear some background noise, but it was getting pretty hot. But no, uh, masculinity in our culture is frowned upon for various reasons. And I want to do future episodes on this. Why that's happening in our culture, in America specifically. Why... Um, you know, an ideal masculine and masculine can be defined by lots of things, but just a man, you know what I mean when I say like a man and that's what Joe Rogan is. He's a, he's a man, you know, like my wife watches. Uh, and if you have to suffer through this too, I'm sorry. Cause you can just hear it in the background. I don't watch it with her. I hear it though. And it's like, ugh. all these housewives of Beverly Hills and housewives of whatever. It's basically a bunch of rich women who have nothing better to do with their time than to create more drama between their friendships. And it's just like beeped out 
curse words the whole time. Anyway, there's this guy that interviews all of them on like a special episode. And he's like this guy you see on E! all the time. The, the E! channel, if you know what that is. And he's this white guy, you know, kind of salt and pepper hair. He's he's interviewing all these women. And he's a man by nature, but he's not a man by masculine standards. He's just this... He's just this... <sighs> he is not a great masculine example. Let me just leave it at that. So, somebody just driving by here um and you know what this is what our culture wants us to be men they want us to be quite frankly they want us to be more feminine they want us to be more safe and joe rogan is not that he's not you know he curses he's a fighter you know he's he's not afraid to ask people questions that a lot of people wouldn't ask or he's 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 unashamed of his behavior on his podcast. It's just kind of he's got this attitude of fearlessness. Um, you know, there's a book that I will do a uh, cut the chase uh, review on later down the road in podcast called Wild at Heart. And it covers these traits of men that are being stifled in our culture. And it really, really has some great points about, you know, pretty much what we were creating, what God created us to be and what we were becoming. And it's, it's, it's pushing us down. It's not building us up. And, uh, it is not encouraging masculinity. So I'll do a, I'll do a book review on that later down the road. It's really good. Called Wild at Heart by John Elders, I believe his name is. So let me just wrap this up because all kinds of crazy things happening. I'm having to roll windows down and people are driving by. It's just, I just thought this would be an interesting topic to speak on. If you're just looking for some kind of brain food slash waste of time. Like why is Joe Rogan experience show interesting to people? Why is it drawing people in? And I think that's it. You know, it's, there's no filter. These long-form conversations with interesting people. He's good at... He's really he's excellent at, at questions in an interview. He has this leader, this masculine leader persona. And those are very strong things to have. Because those are things that, you know... America has lost its grasp on masculinity in general. It's actually suppressed it and condemned it that being a man is almost a bad thing. And I'll have a podcast about this later. You know, as a white man, I'm seeing that there is a turn to, you know, being... Uh, be careful how... You know, this is like a touchy subject, but white males, especially like middle-aged white males, are definitely getting put into this box where it's almost like a bad thing to be, you know, with all these sex scandals and all these accusations of racism that aren't really racism, you know, and that's a whole nother podcast that I'm going to do, but that's real. That's a real thing. But anyway, if you haven't listened to the show, give it a shot. Warning, the language and content is sometimes really vulgar, you know, like really vulgar. And if that bothers you, 
then I don't recommend you listen to it because Joe Rogan can't go through a podcast without F-bombing. He's just, he loves the F-word. But um, if you're interested in just seeing like what the allure is with the whole thing, but you can always turn it off if it's offensive. You know, that's the beauty of our culture now. It's like, well, just stop it. Just turn it off. There's a million other things to listen to. So look and watch it and just see if you you you're getting the gist of what I'm talking about. Like I talked about Joe Rogan experiences, this podcast, but really the theme of it is that we are drawn to this masculine power that has been suppressed in our culture. That's the best way I can put it. And quite honestly, I don't like getting political, but that has a lot to do with why Trump won in 2016 because he had this masculinity about him that a lot of politicians just, they're the scripted guys, right? they're reading a, a teleprompter that someone else typed their speech for them and they're smiling and they're kissing babies and they're, yes. It's like, dude, be a man, like be real. Anyway, that's another one too. We can talk politics later. I don't really like doing that, but the power of politics, etc. I want to wrap this up. I have no, no idea how long this is going. Cause I've had to stop it and start it multiple times because of this craziness. But, um, Joe Rogan's popularity is a great example of how we long to have masculine men back in the spotlight to some extent. Like, God created men, he created women, period. And we can't just have a culture dominated by, by feminism, feminism, by women. Women are great. Women, I believe, are the crown of God's creation. That's in that book, Wild at Heart. But there is a very, very necessary place for masculinity and malehood in all cultures, not just America. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. Peace. God bless.